You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to Flawless Thrones, the Game of Thrones recap show presented by Flawless Noises Media Network. I am one of your hosts, Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent, on all social media, and I am joined by two of my favorite people, sometimes. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. It be all niggas. It's my first day back on the job. Mm. Niggas is getting treated bad. Anyways, hello, niggas. It's Candace. Uh, <laughs> truly, I am only here to drag the show. Uh, I do not have any insightful commentary because I can't get over all the bullshit. So, uh, at first, I was going to be like, you know what? We got two regulars and a guest. Let me just go upload my video content before Curtis uh, find my black ass. However, I could not let my presence be unheard on this bullshit episode. So, hello everybody. Uh, truly the mother of dragons because well, I'm gonna throw it on over to Big Knees. Oh, I'm ready for Mrs. Drogon to make her debut on this show. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm on fire, Drake. <laughs> well, um, yes, I am uh, Sir Big Knees, um, aka Jeremy, and um, I um, am basically here to listen to my illustrious friend drag this show because D and D have played in all fucking faces, and I don't appreciate it. So, also, because yeah. he's already dragged on his solo <laughs> show for two weeks in a row. Listen. Like you should be, you should be tired. Your lungs should be damn near collapsed as much as you've been dragging this. Show. Listen, um, should be tired. You've been truly. dragging in the text messages too. Listen, but you've been reacting on Twitter. Woo. I think you even said some shit on Facebook. You don't even get on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> shit is deep. What is happening to our community? <laughs> what is happening to our family? Season eight is tearing this family apart. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of family, we are joined by a very special guest, one of our biggest supporters and one of Bree's biggest supporters. So we have Colin on the show. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thanks for having me. So let's get right to it. Uh, let's go around the proverbial room again. And everyone give their overall thoughts on the episode. Candice, I'm going to throw it to you since you've already kind of opened the door. You snuck in like uh, Tom, Cat from Tom and Jerry when you <laughs> in that room. So go ahead and unleash the dragging. Well, a bit of it. <laughs> D&D, if I had a dick, you should suck it. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been set up here, okay, with all these motherfucking trailers for two years. They sat in my goddamn face for these last five episodes and just played all the games, okay? <laughs> I do not listen. 
if I want somebody to, if I want to get fucked, I am married. I did not need this from y'all. <laughs> I did not expect this from y'all. Y'all have really outdone yourselves and not in a good way. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. I'm saving some of my commentary because, again, y'all got very fucking sloppy. Okay. Very fucking sloppy. Like, I really have, like, serious questions. Like, I want y'all to eat shit. all right jeremy you're up um i i will say this um and i have too much positive to say about this this show this season but having my lord um i will say that um it was shot beautifully in my opinion um I do think the musical score uh, was dope because that remix that they did of when that music they played when Sersha blew up the set season ago, I thought that was good. But other than that, um, the beating the potatoes of why this season has not been good, the plot, the writing, they played in our face like they have been the whole season. And I was not happy. I, afterwards, I was like, bitch, I know you fucking lying. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, Colin, <laughs> how are you going to round so, the <laughs> You have so, some big bridges to fill, because my lord. <laughs> so I have to, I have to agree. Uh, the episode was shot beautifully. Um, I, I liked it. <laughs> um, uh, some of my other friends that I talked to about it hated it. Um, you guys are dragging it. I I liked it. I think overall this season, um, it's been a little <clears throat> lazy and rushed. But for for what we have and the amount of time that we have, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I wanted to see some people die differently. You know, just some some harder deaths. They just they just didn't die good enough, but outside of that, I I I love the episode. I love the perspective uh, that they took uh, when they were uh, when they were running through the city and we were following Arya around, um, you know, just to just to see like all the different people who were affected. Um, I think the show did a great job of of showing of being able to show you know different things going on. I, I liked it. Okay, come on with opposing come on with this you. eloquent analysis. Indeed, <laughs> we are trash because <laughs> like, I was like, wow, he does have a point. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 happy. I you know I that wasn't unexpected. I was kind of thinking you were going to turn the tide a bit. I wasn't expecting it to be so convincing though. So shout out to you. Uh oh. You should have been right instead of them. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um so I feel like on this episode, let me tell you something. The actors, they did what they had to do. Yes. Like I, I tip my hat to everyone in the episode that was acting. They all did what they had to do, even if their character was being stupid. Yes. Um initially I watched the second half of the show after me and Jeremy recorded Ratchet Ramblings, 
And I was just sitting here with a unit on my face the whole time. Like, this is boo to the boo. <laughs> <laughs> but after rewatching and seeing the first half and seeing, I guess, the journey, the arc of the episode, it wasn't as bad as I initially thought. But I still have questions. I'm still not sold. I feel like I see the big picture. I see the puzzle completed, but the pieces are are all out of whack. And and I think my biggest issue, as we've said previously in what Colin said coming in, is that it's so rushed. Like mm-hmm. literally two to three more episodes, and they may have been able to round things out a lot better. Yeah. But they have I, tried I to fit so much into six episodes and even making the episodes longer hasn't helped because a lot of that longevity it feels like filler yeah it feels like filler yeah so that is my biggest issue um i do agree they shot this beautifully uh you know it was a beautiful however long of watching shit torch but yeah um i don't feel like we need it 44 minutes of flames. The longest like, drive by ever. Listen. Fly by. Flame by. Listen. Flame on. God damn, bitch. I know. I know. Drogon was like, do y'all got some Gatorade around this bitch? Yes. Look. I don't even know what dragons eat anything. He ain't even stopped to give them no little snack pack. Right. I don't know what dragons they, eat. They eat whatever the fuck they want. I don't yeah. know what they eat, but I know what he need to drink. Some something cause shit. Okay. Well, we can get into it. So let's start with um Varus. I was gonna be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Eunice. So <laughs> we start off seeing Eunice, and he is writing a letter about John's claim to the throne. And then he his little spy comes in, which I was like, it's kind of a fuck you for using these kids. Like I get it, you trying to you know means to an end, but these are kids. But uh, the little girl comes in and says she won't eat. He's like, we'll try again at supper. So. We take that to mean that because, you know, he's already decided that Danny need to die before she's even done anything. And they're trying to poison her, but she is, I guess, going mad. I don't know. Put a pin mm. in that. Wait, how did it? How did I miss that? <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that that he was trying to poison her at all. I guess I just. That's the assumption. I'm not saying that's what he was. OK, oh, OK. Assumption. Is that he's trying to get to Danny? She won't eat. Who is the she? Why do you want to try again at supper? It makes the most sense that it would be Danny, especially given the conversation he had with Tyrion on the previous episode. But you know, as with a lot of things, we don't get a clear explanation. John arrives, uh, and the northern troops are marching through some point that he said. And he's met by Varys, and Danny's watching. 
and they had a whole little conversation. He reveals that he knows about John's name, his real lineage, and his claim to the throne. And as Candace has pointed out multiple times, <laughs> he says again, he don't want it. <laughs> he I don't. cannot <laughs> wait to not be king. Listen, but they are trying to force the it fuck, on He just want to get the fuck out of Dodge. He don't want to fuck his auntie. He don't want to be king. He just wants to go somewhere and lay down and jack off. He is sick of every motherfucking body <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he is tired. He's sick of Varys. He's sick of Tyrion. He, he's sick of every motherfucking body. He like, oh God, this king shit again? Yep. Like that was his whole body language yeah. when Varys was talking to him. He like, this king shit again. Yep. Mm-hmm. What did I tell y'all? All I want to do is go get me some oxtail and sit down. Get this bitch to throne so she could leave me alone. And y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Varys made a, a, a comment saying every time a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, now I remember Jeremy, you saying, and I think I saw this on Twitter where they were like, there's been like a handful of Targaryens that were bad, but the majority of them were just like normal. Yes. Um, the only ones that are chronological that allowed that's been mad is Danny Daddy. Um, I think her uncle, um, no, Amon's brother, Amon's brother, because that nigga went crazy drinking some goddamn wildfire thinking it was gonna turn him into a dragon. (laughs) It was it was another one, it was another one who danced around King's Landing, I mean naked and shit. And then it was one more that was just downright out cruel, but in general, it's the ones that we know of that's mad. It's only like maybe six or so. So they have a better track record than the Lannisters. <laughs> to be say. honest, yes. To be honest, yes. <laughs> I just want to be sure what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. In this conversation, Varys reminds us that it's a man's world. Basically, he's like, your dick is the reason why you need to be on the throne and not her. You know, Facts. People respect it, and I was like, ah. mm-hmm. I mean, he's not wrong, but yikes. And yeah. John remains loyal to Danny. He's like, That's my queen. Like, I've sampled the goods. I mean, I can't no more because you know, it's like my aunt or whatever. But look, bro, what's crazy is my- that he doesn't want to fuck his aunt, but she has no problems fucking him, like, still. And because, that's because- weird to me. That that running their family. That running the He is disgusted. Family. Yeah. He yeah. is disgusted. Right, but Every time she lean in for a kiss, he'd be like, Ooh. He's <laughs> like, Whoa, we, we know. Right. Like, we know that you're my aunt now. <laughs> like, so we should stop. She's like, nah. And do y'all notice that she is furious that he don't want to have no intimacy with her? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's her tipping point. Like, okay, so, yeah, you motherfuckers betrayed me. I knew that was going to happen. But now my... that That's what pushed her over. Nephrin don't want to have sex with me? Right. <laughs> Nephrin. <laughs> yeah. I can't get no Nephrin, so it's just like... Mm. You yeah. get no dick tonight. <laughs> this dick ain't free? <laughs> <laughs> it's this dick or the throne. <laughs> <laughs> Game of dicks. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So we we see Danny finally, and she's in the war room looking a hot ass mess. 
Mm. Obviously going through a lot. That's not. Maybe had on a Twitter wig. Ooh. She did. She had on her robe. She was not. You know, she wasn't done up. Tyrion comes in, and uh, I'm. I don't even know what the what the goal with Tyrion is at this point. I I don't know what Tyrion is supposed to be doing. She, Tyrion don't know what he he's supposed to be doing. Right. No, I kind of feel bad that she didn't kill him as many times as she's wanted to. Yeah. Like not like I just. Yeah, there was a point later on in the episode where I was like, "Yeah, girl, you should have, you should have been. It should have been his last time a long time ago." But all right, all right. So, so put yourself in Tyrion's shoes, right? You already know that she knows that something's going on, and you know somebody's gonna get flamed, and. You know, as as Tyrion, you're like, all right, is it gonna be me, or am I gonna make sure that I snitch and I give her somewhere to direct this fire? Yeah, I can see that. I know. I mean, I don't know what the, what the alternative be. Yeah, he's definitely covering his ass, but I just yeah. when like it just takes me back when she's like, "Don't make me regret it again," or. You know, and well, 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 but she know. has a long, convoluted thought process on it's John that portrayed me, and that trickles down. Which I mean, she wasn't wrong because if there was but ever it, a I told you so moment, it was yeah, she wasn't, even though she wasn't talking to the right person as far as that would be. She wasn't wrong, but she know who she she know. Whose nephew dick she riding? Yeah, she like, should have been just, surprised. <laughs> like I just, and, you know, John is this guy real big on morality and truth and honesty. Like, you know, asking him to keep that secret. Um, I don't know. It also made me question her ability to be a fair and just queen as she's selling herself to be. Uh. You shouldn't have that was that was the point. You know, she's not who she's been selling herself to be, and like it has played out in these last couple episodes, sadly. Yeah. So I'm glad because you I would have been glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Because that's been that's been one of the critiques of the show is that um you know, all of a sudden she's the she's this mad queen, but it's not all of a sudden. They they've been building it as good as they can uh, with the amount of time that they've given us. But we've been seeing we've been seeing things, and like we can see her, you know, being scared, right? We can see her start to you know feel like she's losing grip and. Even when she's watching, you know, a couple episodes ago when everyone was all over John and she was watching and you could see the hate like in her eyes. But obviously she can't do nothing because it's John. And and even with this, with her being mad, like John did tell her that he was going to tell Santa and, you know, um, the rest of the Stark bunch. Um, So he's not the one who was committing treason or whatever. Cause he told her what he was going to do. Um, 
but you know somebody got to burn, and you you can't burn John. Yeah, I I think it started even kind of last season with the Tarleys. And then, like you said, they tried to build it pretty quickly, like with Sam running to John, like, she killed my fucking dad. And John's like, okay, nigga, your dad ain't even like you. (laughs) What's up? But (laughs) if you put aside how kind of evil Sam's dad was, um, you know, burnt them alive and and Sam is hurt, and Sam wants John to say something to John. Like, I don't know, fam. <laughs> I don't know. We got bigger fish to fry. And they kind I don't want to be one of them. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. literally. And it got put to the back. And then you have her revealing, well, him revealing this to her. And like you said, you could tell her, you, you know what I mean? You could tell her whole vibe changed. And it never, it never reverted back because she is scared that, um, people will choose John over her, and I think oh, over time, I don't necessarily know that she's mad in my opinion, but her angst about it is justified because she's done all of this work to become the heir to the Iron Throne and sit on it, and now your nephew boyfriend is in your way. So yeah, I don't she know. not giving you no dick <laughs> while he in the way. Hey, John is not even though I cannot get over the way his face look in all the scenes when she tried to kiss him afterwards. Yeah, like, that's a that's a right, to... we got to go fight. Yeah, <laughs> Dick that, that, fight now. You definitely have that damn her breath smell like doo doo look on his face. Be hitting her with the I'm good, love, and joy. But that's just a testament to how much these actors been acting their ass off, despite all you know. They have yeah, been yeah, they have been. Yes, yes, they have. Been. I've been really pleased with the, the acting. Like, yeah, it's been top notch. Like, they can, they, they, they earned their checks. Speaking of things being earned, so <laughs> we go back to Varus. He's still writing letters or whatever it was he's doing, being Gossip Girl. And he knew his time was coming because he heard them boots. Nigga is Dan Humphreys. <laughs> now, who is he? Who, who is he writing? The letter to we, we didn't see who I don't know if he was writing it to a specific person or if he was just like writing an account so that it could be found and the truth could be discovered because I don't I, I don't know who he would be writing to because it's like I mean you how do you, you really don't know who gonna be alive yeah right um but we also know him to be the world whisperer and <laughs> maybe he was writing um, somebody overseas Right. Yeah, like or maybe, maybe he, he was, was sending it to the know, Iron Isles. Yeah. I don't know why so, he didn't just send a raven. You know, they get there instantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got well, bird. Like, don't take no time to get the news there. Well, that's what happened when you don't use the technology in front of you, Varys. Well, as, tight ass hole. well, as the actor who played him, as I saw right before we recorded, he's his thoughts on the season was a lot of things didn't make no sense. So um, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, shit. <laughs> I mean, I literally saw that like right before we recorded. He was like, overall, I like this, I like the season, but a lot of things just, just did not make no sense. And I was like, well, fail. Yeah. So he's basically brought to trial in front of Danny and John and Grey Worm and Tyrion is there. And he basically tells Tyrion, I hope I earned this. And, you know, 
I'm just like, I mean, you've you've earned it ten times fold. I'm if we're gonna be honest. But you knew it. You knew the risk that you were taking doing this. You knew what was gonna happen. And I don't even oh, think yeah, he, he was knew. surprised. He was just like, "All right, well, I did what I had to do." And Danny listed her uh, credentials. She's like, "I am the mother of dragons," and I liked this shot because then Drogon came in. It's like, "Show is and what?" Which that was the Drogon dope still scene. being loyal to his mama because she done got your brothers the fuck killed. Like, yeah, I guess Drogon yeah, was like, "Well, I'm that girl." Like they was weak. I mean, I loved them or whatever because you know we were all hatchlings together. But I mean, listen, you don't know nothing about Darwin, my nigga. Like only the strong survive. Like Drogon is like, "I mean, I'm here to do what I'm here to do." And Danny with that dry ass Dracarys, I was like, "Oof!" Like a shout out to to the performance because, like I said, we can definitely see the difference in her. It's just. It's it's rushed. Like I don't mm. know. I, I don't know if I'm maybe I'm projecting because I'm just like if you're talking about mad, like angry to the point where you are losing grip with reality, like you are literally going insane. I guess I would just like to have seen that drawn out a little bit more, which yeah. is why it just kills me that they chose to do the six episodes, even though they could have done more. Because I don't know. They if, should have. I don't know if this is something in any situation where you can rush that you talk right. about a breakdown of mental fortitude. Right. Like yeah. they, tr they tried this season to make her like her dad to justify, I guess people turning on her and it just, it was, it was fish. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, she's never been afraid of violence like that. None of that is surprising, but Right. He's always at least tried to be just, and it's a far cry in her character to go from trying to be just and do the right thing and protect the the people that can't fight for themselves versus to, I'm gonna to, burn people because I just want to. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just it feels. I mean, like, I don't know. You could say she just had like a I don't know a psychotic break, but the fact that we're not seeing the actual break and we're just seeing the action. After the fact, I think is what throws it off a little bit. You know what I mean? So, so they, the the person, her most trusted advisor or whatever, right, is dead. Right, he's been with her since like we first saw her. Her best friend in the world, her, you know, her everything, her, you know, right hand or whatever, also beheaded right her nephew lover don't want to don't want to do nothing with her because they actually family she's in a she's in a point in a position where she doesn't feel like she has anybody so she has all these people followers or whatever but she doesn't have anybody and you know being lonely and alone like that can drive you crazy I don't disagree. And that's why she's crazy. I don't disagree. I don't disagree, but, but the point we're making in the blink of an eye is right, different. Right. Than, and especially for Thrones, like the key thing with Thrones is in what got us into the show was the fact that they told a story, like they built things up. And I'm not saying that they have to like they built the story in the world. And I'm not saying in the you know in the last season you have to do that. But that's just kind of also the point. Like they haven't gone and 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 
and connected to the world that they've already built like them making fetch happen like i absolutely agree with you kyle and that would make somebody mad but not mad and crazy to the point of her daddy the mad king and damn sure not rush this much like they just throwing stuff at it and being like y'all filling the holes but no that's y'all job as writers and showrunners so it just feels a little icky because it's like all of that is valid but Again, it's like a 180 because you've been fighting so hard to be on the Iron Throne and to fight again for the for the underdog. And now it's just like, fuck it. And I don't care about the consequences when. Again, all of that is is valid. She could just have woken up that day or not even slept and just been like, fuck it. But I would have liked to see that moment. Is all I'm saying. I wouldn't have mind seeing it when a bigger betrayal happened. Like, let's say word got back to Cersei that John was the true heir to the throne, and then, or John accepted the throne and he felt it was his rightful position, and then she went mad. But going mad, not saying she didn't have a right to, but that type of madness over the spoils of war because Masande was a spoil of war. I mean, when you go into battle with somebody, that kind of shit happens. And we've seen it repeatedly throughout her the bitch, And now she's like, okay, fuck it. Um, you know, fuck everything. It's all it, it, And I was like, well, I wish they would have gave us a little more. I wish they would have develop that John situation a little bit more. Cause I think that could have been the super final straw is him saying, saying, I don't want the throne. I also don't want to have some of my AT, but I don't want the throne from you. Keep that. I don't feel like being bothered. I was just kind of like, she really wasn't alone. I mean, like I said, I think the pieces are there, but I just wish they had been bigger and more defined. Yeah. Yeah. But there, there's not enough. There's not enough meat to it. But it is yeah. there. Yeah, it's like I don't order the soup. I don't order you know chicken noodle soup, and it ain't nothing but goddamn noodle soup. Like you know where where the meat at? But speaking of meat, I mean virus is cooked. Um. <laughs> so then we see Danny and John. He goes in and talks to her after she gives Grey Worm Masande's only possession, and he tosses it in the fire because look. Homeboy is pissed. Okay, <laughs> pissed. One thing before we we dive deeper into this scene, I saw on Twitter someone was saying that the the unsullied is only castrated. They're not like they don't get their whole dick chopped off. Is that true? The balls? Do y'all remember? Because I thought in the when we first were introduced to them, they said the whole thing goes. And I don't remember. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember. I can look it up real quick. Me but he was he went down on her, so I'm assuming that the winky will ain't get hard. Well, right. you never know. I mean, he may just wanted to do Maybe that. Maybe that scissor. Well, in the meantime, while Jeremy looks that up, uh like I said, John comes in and Danny immediately goes in on Sansa. And so she starts talking about how the people in Westeros don't love her and she only has fear. And John is like, I love you. You'll always be my queen. Yeah, they are fully castrated. 
So only castrated. They not. I don't know what the term is for your whole shit being chopped off. They, they he just uh, the unsullied are the same as mares. Everything gone. Oh, okay. Well, damn, that's again. I would like to know the bi- biological implications of that. Cause, like, how do you pee if someone chopped your whole fucking dick off? <laughs> Balls and everything. Like, do you urethra just be like? I mean, I'm gonna chill here and y'all grow around me. I mean, like, do they got a pee sitting down? Anyway, I have a lot of questions. But that this is not the time for those. <laughs> so yeah, John is like, I always love you. You know, no Dolly Parton or Whitney Houston. And she tried to kiss him, and again, he got the bitter beer face. <laughs> he like, yeah. I just you my aunt, dog. Like we don't do this in the north. I know this might be what you get you used to. You know what I'm saying? In the Kentucky part of wherever you came from, but over here in the north, we. We don't do that. We don't do that. We he was like, ah, ah. Yeah. He was. <laughs> he was. And so that last rejection, you hate to see it. And you, like I said, that puzzle piece is there, but I just wish it was bigger. Because you see her in that moment like, okay, well, fuck it then. Let it be fear. Yeah. It's there, but the execution this season was not. So now we're talking about the new plan. And basically, Danny's like, I'm going to light the shit up. Grey Worm, get your niggas ready. And Tyrion was like, blah, blah, blah. Give him a chance to surrender. You know, he's always looking out for humanity or whatever the case may be. Which, after watching this episode all the way through, I don't think that's true. I think he is very, very good at acting and selling that point. But I don't think that that's his, ever been his true um, motivation. But we'll get there. But basically, Danny's like, I'm tired of you. Like, I don't. I don't care about what you're talking about. Oh, and by the way, your brother was caught outside. Like, you know, that one-handed dude. Yeah. But the the thing, the only really thing, ugh, the only thing that really stood out to me in this scene was that last line that she delivered when she was like, the next time you fail me will be the last time you fail me. And this is back to what we were talking about earlier in this episode where I was like, you should have told his ass that honestly last season. Like it's a it's a wonder that Tyrion has survived this long under Danny because his his win to loss ratio is is hella skewed in the wrong direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. He definitely looking like the Atlanta Hawks right now. Okay. Well. Good luck with that. <laughs> um. So then we see Tyrion. He asks Davos for a favor. We see Arya and uh. The hound arrive on horseback and then Tyrion goes to see Jamie because like I said they got him tied up and we can have some a little bit of a dialogue here some discourse because I have some questions so Tyrion says okay so you came back to die with her and in the last episode that was my immediate thought when we were uh discussing it with Stephanie and she was saying how she felt like he was going back for love I was like is he going back for love or is he like, okay, now that I know for sure she's going to die, I want to die with her, which I guess is a form of going back for love. But I never, it didn't feel to me like he was going back with the intention of we going to be together and be in love and, and live our lives together, which. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought he was going back to save her. Um, whether saving her means, you know, being with her and fighting for her 
or you know what ended up happening, which is yeah, that Tyrion was giving part. him a way to get out and escape. Uh, and then you know when that was an option, he was like, "Well, we not gonna win the fight, so let's just go." That's fair. That was my second thought. Was like he went to save her, whether it meant he was going to be saving himself too, or if he would die to save her, which I still don't think is the same thing. But it still goes back to I just. So what was the point of the the part with Brienne? Like, I, I wish he would have stayed in the north. I wish he would have. I wish he either would have stayed in the north or would never have hooked up with Brienne because I'm like, that's time that y'all dedicated to that. That looks like it's not gonna have any kind of satisfactory ending you could have used that time to develop other parts of the story we didn't even need that storyline at all brienne could have stayed a virgin okay she could have stayed brienne the virgin fighting for the north fighting for sansa but y'all gave us this love arc between jamie and and brienne and i'm like why and now jamie is dead and i'm just like i don't what and was also, the point i don't also, see it. and also wasted time with the jamie redemption arc like they literally wrote him on a on a path to redemption, only to be like, "Yeah, fuck it, we'll just." Well, go back I don't think that was a waste of, of time. I think that that was just an ultimate character flaw in him, not a written flaw, but just he's a flawed man. And in the end, when you had redemption right there in your face, you kind of made the wrong decision. Like I don't think that that was a waste of time, but again, I I don't see any point as far as plot in him having the Brienne part to it. Yeah. I, I actually, just... actually it's the same exact thing. The, the point of having him hook up with her, right. Is cause you know, obviously they've been in and out of each other's uh, lives or whatever for years, but it's, and we've always known that she's had like a thing for him. So mm -hmm. this part of the whole redemption arc was, him getting in a relationship with someone that's actually legit, right? Not your sister. And, you know, he, 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 right. I mean, he, he, he knighted her and, you know, we saw him smile, like, and it's like, yo, like he could really begin to have some sense of what life could and should be. But in the end, you know, he he just he just doesn't got it. He just, he just doesn't have so, it. So, I I agree with you. My point in that is, I'm not saying that it's bad as far as a story. I'm saying when you only have six episodes, you only have so much time to wrap everything up. Jamie's redemption arc was a waste of time, in my estimation. If we're talking about okay, we got a truncated season, we got a lot of fluff in the longer episodes in the grand scheme of things in the in the plot that we're trying to wrap things up i don't think jamie's redemption arc get, is adding any value especially when it's a reversal at the end of his story yeah i just feel like that time could have been used for other things because it's so short now if we had gotten a full 10 episode season absolutely it makes complete sense look at him being a dumbass like getting your hand chopped right. off for the bitch wasn't bad enough you know what i'm saying all the shit you've been through for the bitch ain't bad enough you still going back for that twin pussy one to twin powers activate form of incest 
Yes. But what's the point when you only have six episodes and you have to cram so much into it? I feel like they could have used better discernment on what arcs, what mini arcs to include and complete and which ones to leave out in term of or in favor of adding to the grand plot. But I don't know. Maybe we'll see something in the next episode. Maybe Brienne will be pregnant by him or some shit. And, you know, she'll oh name him Jamie. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like like you got to give us something now. You done, you done dragged our asses unwillingly all the way to the motherfucking trough. We done looked in there. The water looks clean enough. You know, so let us drink. Give us something. But I don't know. I, I don't see them giving us anything because the shit with Danny is not wrapped up. But I don't know. I just thought that that was interesting. But anyway, Tyrion foolishly again is trying to have somebody appeal to Cersei. I just and this is why I say I I think that it's very clear now that Tyrion's loyalty has always been with his family. Like he has moved to make sure that he is protected and elevated as much as possible. But I don't think he's ever not considered his family and their survival in anything that he does. Well, he, I mean, all right. So he's still a Lannister at the end of the day. Right. But also in that, in that same conversation, he was like, you know, throughout my life, you were the only one that, you know, that, that was there for me. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, I, I think that they even put that conversation in there to not show that he's just loyal to his family, but he's loyal to those who are, you know, loyal to him. Well, and, yeah, I mean, but we yeah. we know the backstory on that. Like, I'm, it's not surprising that he feels that way about Jamie, but I am not convinced that he is somewhere in the back of his mind not still trying to protect and save Cersei as well where and what I'm saying is it makes sense with Jamie but at this point with as many times as we've gone back and forth and as many times as you've been a flop in trying to convert Cersei it's just like I think enough is enough Tyrion I think Tyrion is one of the biggest casualties of D&D Russian shit, because this ain't the same Tyrion that we saw seasons one through four. Especially after that shit with his daddy, like, the only one he ever, like, after he shot his daddy, the only one he barely, he barely kind of still fucked with was Jamie. And even then, because Jamie still tried to get him killed because he was so mad that he killed Tywin. So, like, for them to do, like, a 180 these past couple of seasons with him purposefully making stupid decisions to your point, Curtis, to seem like he is trying to save Cersei, the woman who's been trying to kill him since forever, who he ain't never fucked with. I think he's one of the biggest casualties as far as his character goes of what the fuck D&D been doing with this real shit. You know what? I, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. But overall, he, as, as just as far as characters go, he had the he had the biggest drop off. Yeah. This season, because even when we see him, we're like, "What the fuck?" And yeah, like, we haven't even gotten like, never... a glimpse of the old Tyrion as like, exactly. not even I a reminder. Like he's still way. there, even if he is being an idiot. <laughs> but right. it was just like, "Nah, he gone." 
mm-hmm. this new tier and tier in 2.0 and don't like do not like no don't like yeah so we go to king's landing now and there's tons of people outside of the gate needing to get into the red keep the soldiers are getting into position Euron and the fleet is out there in the water Arya and Clegane walk in unceremoniously. Jamie is hiding his hand so he can slip inside. And uh yeah, it was just it was a Jakaris fest after that. It was you know, she and I guess they finally learned some kind of barrel roll and some kind of, you know, in air defensive maneuvers and stuff because Drogon laid waste to the Iron Fleet like it was nothing. I know Regal is somewhere and, like I know you fucking lying. Well, Regal is not the so <laughs> right. Like y'all niggas gotta be playing because all right, it would it and and this is and this is part of the thing where there's not really any continuity there because if you could easily take this Iron Fleet down just like that, you know what I mean? After like right right when they got shot at the first time. They could have blew all that shit up. Yep. Like, and then for for there to not be any issues at all when they, when um, they was out there burning shit down, like just every single one of the the stingers or the whatever they're called, Scorpion. the scorpions, like to not have no problems burning all the shits down, and just last episode they killed you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't like that part. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, we're finally it... starting to get to the part where we're gonna be dragging. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just about there. We're just about there. So Cersei is in the red keep with that smug ass look on her face. And that goddamn hooker. She is doing exactly what Danny said. She is playing on their mercy as a weakness because she Looking truly like believes the fucking menace that, that Danny. <laughs> Is not Bitch. going to harm a bunch of innocent people in order to get to that throne. And Danny's she like, Bitch, they never seen a bitch not get no dick. Mm. Mm. Hell, she been a bitch not getting no dick before. She should know. Well, she's always gotten her some. That's she true. I forgot. Her. Didn't she, she have like a cousin looked... she was fucking at one point? Yeah. Yeah. Lancel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You you right. So anyway, the gates closed before Jamie can get in, so he got to go another way. Um, and we're him knocking take... on the door with that hand. Mm. Yeah. Him and that hand. That nigga said, "Tink, tink, tink." <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're gonna take a quick break so we can tink, tink, tinkle, and we'll be back to wrap up this episode. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. 
All right, we're back. And if we didn't have to worry about copyright, I would edit in Usher's Let It Burn play right here. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> we pick back up, and Danny basically is storming through on Drogon on a mission. Caught him unaware. She is fucking everything up. Made short work of the Iron Fleet, like we said. All the protectors on the wall, all of the scorpions storm through behind the Golden Company. No contest. And then Danny's army charges through because that was the the signal that Grey Worm was going to know when she when he talked to Danny during the planning phase. Uh again, Danny and Drogon, it's just it's just a fire fest, you know what I'm saying? Um, so Quiburn comes to tell Cersei the news. Like, girl, the fleet is gone, the golden company is gone. And she's like, no, our men will fight to, for me to the last. Mm. Which, mm. Mm. I don't understand why you thought that, girl, but okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. You know, that's one of those things, like I said, that's like a, a, like a crack in the armor where yeah. it's like, okay, this was something that I would have expected Cersei to kind of know. Like, okay, if shit goes down to your your people your your army you may not fare so well especially if the golden company is gone mm. and you know what i'm saying like i don't know i just but I, I, like i said i think she put all her eggs in the basket of danny not gonna do it she not ruthless like me she's not gonna do it and now they're, and they're it, gonna they're gonna kill the dragon that. yeah and she was banking too much on them being able to kill drogon right and it's like now it's like okay, you thought your clit was bigger, but now Danny's like, well, flat out, you know what I'm saying? She done put it on the table, and now Cersei, she's shook, mm. which she should be. Yeah, bitch. Listen, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is where it starts to get exciting, but a few things piss me off. Okay, did this bitch order some Dothraki off Amazon? <laughs> Where did they come from? Because according they all to, died. Yes, they were depleted. The only Dothraki left were women back in their faraway, you know, lands. So I'm way. just like, where the fuck did all these Dothraki come from? Mm-hmm. And again, it's piss poor planning and execution on the part of D&D. Because I, I don't know. I feel like I don't you don't have to be a genius to understand sci-fi. That's not what I'm saying. But do we not get any credit for being intelligent enough to know that a, a clan of people that was supposedly depleted by the walkers is now back in full force? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the same way I also felt with the unsullied. Like they weren't completely depleted, but at least half of them were killed in the mm-hmm. in the long night. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are we? What are y'all doing? Playing in our face, and you didn't have to play in our face with that because she torched the motherfucking village, regardless. So y'all was gonna have an upper hand. That's not an issue. So like, I don't know. Maybe it was to make it look more robust in filming, but that was annoying to me. That was very annoying to me. Fair. Yep. Very. Fair. Yeah, I can't even. I, I can't even say uh, anything about that because it's. It's just the continuity piece that is just is just not there. I, I mean, the effort, the effort on behalf of the, the you know 
showrunners and all that. They it's just not there. Come on, continuity. Come in, on. In, in, come on, in that aspect. Come on, Ti. <laughs> He's very loquacious. <laughs> Expeditiously. <laughs> oh I like, man, I like Colin on because we are trash, but Colin is good balance. Yeah, he I like that he's, he's challenging some of our, our thoughts and we're able to kind of talk it out. Good on yeah. you, sir. Yeah, I like Lord it too. Knows we can't stop being a piece of shit. No. We're too deep into it. No, yeah. we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that anyway. <laughs> that's, that's just how, how we are. are. Yeah, it's yeah. in our yeah. DNA, <laughs> individual and as a collective. It's just in yeah. our DNA. It's just what we do. I did enjoy her sitting there. I enjoyed the hearing the bell ring, right? Yeah. Like when seriously, like, okay, bitch, I give up. And but I enjoyed her stopping and thinking about it and being like, nah, fuck you, bitch. I'm torching this shit up. Like that was a beautiful moment to me. Because yeah. I was like, Lord, please do not fall for this bait. Because uh I don't know, maybe we'll get to it later, but there's something that you see when she's torching the town. And it's a theory that I had. And so I was like, yeah, I knew she was on some sucker shit. You talking about the that the green wild shit? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I definitely think there was a there was another game plan. But yes. they weren't expecting Drogon's fire to fuck that up. Yeah. Or for her, I guess, maybe to fuck shit up as quickly as they were. Maybe, you know, they're playing. I don't know, but I, I didn't think it was a, a coincidence that towards the the gates there was like an, a perimeter within the city where the wildfire was going off. Yes. Mm -hmm. well, I'm so right. glad I'm so glad we agree on that because I knew she had wildfire under the fucking city. Like yep. I knew it was under there because that's her that's her ace in the hole. Yep. That's what she resorts to. And she was like, well, maybe the bitch will have a heart and then we can blow up all her soldiers. Right. Either that and or she thought that they were going to kill that dragon and they could blow that and her army wouldn't be able to get to them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Or but she would take the army out when they, you know, blew it up. But mm -hmm. I definitely think that there was some kind of plan with that because it was just, it was too strategic. Like, why was it so far out? You know what I'm saying? Why was it like a perimeter? Yeah. yeah. We're in agreement there, friend. Oh, yes. Um, and so then we're looking at the army, the Lannister army, or the King's Landing army, I guess. And they were quaking in their boots with that avant garde headgear. They was looking like Hella from Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. And they was like, we don't want this smoke or fire. <laughs> and then <laughs> and that's when Danny was like, no, you're going to get both, bitch. Fuck y'all. <laughs> and that's when Grey Worm was like, yeah, kill these motherfuckers. Listen, Grey Worm sexy as hell when he mad, and he was mad. He got a right to be mad. Yeah, so he got his he shit was, up. He was he was just following direction though, right? Because because yeah. he was once, following uh, direction that he wanted well, to follow. Right. Like he was very adamant about it. He was because I feel like if she had said something different, he would have fought her on it. Because that's what he wanted to do. He was there to fuck shit up. I want to I want to talk about this scene just 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 a little bit more, right? So with the with the with the wildfire stuff that you guys are saying, is does that does that justify what what Danny did, or or does it just or I mean, 
what does it say to you? Because I think she was, I think she was dead wrong, obviously. Um, you know, like she won, right? She, all right, this is, this is it. The Iron Throne is now mine. But I thought, you know, in that, in that time that she was sitting and she was looking and she was just like, this was just too easy. Like I, I spent my whole life essentially coming for this and then here it is. Like, um, I don't think she necessarily had an, an idea that that was there. I think it was coincidence that it blow, got blown up when Drogon was coughing all over the fucking city. But I think in that moment when she was sitting on his back, I'm part of me feels like that was that moment where she was like, they're surrendering. I hear the bells. Essentially, the Iron Throne is mine. But I don't want it like this. I don't want to be on the throne and I don't have the adoration or the respect of the people. And so fuck the throne. I'm scared of the living daylights out of you motherfucker, so that y'all will respect me as the queen. And then that was what we saw. That's my personal theory. I think that there was a lot going on in her mind in that moment. And I appreciated that. It's a, it's a kudos to Amelia's performance to see all of those emotions going through her face at one time. We can land in different places on what we think it meant. But there was definitely a lot going through her head and really quickly. But I think that was when she kind of disconnected and was like, I want the Iron Throne the way I want it. I don't want y'all to be thinking that it's all sweet. Like, y'all going to respect me. Y'all going to fear me. And I think it was a fuck you to John. She said it in his face. was like, okay, fear then. This was her instilling that fear. And she definitely did that. Absolutely. Listen, barbecue, barbecue people, barbecue clean Kings Landians or whatever they call. Listen, King Landians. John looks, John looked mortified. Yeah, he looks sick to his stomach. Mm -hmm. Which is one of Don't the reasons, like he's compassionate, but too compassionate. Because I do, a part of me feels like she needed to do maybe not as much as she did, but she definitely needed to make a strong example. Like, I will tear this motherfucker down. Look, one part already missing. And I also think uh, she should have went to the Red Keep first. I think that's the only part that confused me is that, like, she. I feel like she should have gone to the Red Keep and torched that bitch right then and there. See, this but, is... And, <laughs> like, I don't... Like, it's just, I'm confused because I agree with what y'all were saying. But then Candace brought up something that I, <coughs> because I watch the, you know, behind the scenes stuff, you know, the inside, the making of which I don't know why I do that to myself because DD be playing our faces. But they did it said, piss you off more? Yes, it did. And, and what you just said made me, it reminded me why I was pissed off because they said, like, we wanted to make it basically they said they decided to have danny sit there and then flip like that at the last minute but i'm like okay because they said like the sight of seeing her enemy in the red keep that is inflicted all this pain upon her made her lose it but i'm like okay if you're gonna go with that then why didn't she fly toward the red keep like you just said candace like what 
I just I don't understand. And burn that bitch down. Right. Yeah. I, just, I just don't understand the direction that DD is going with this shit. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, because like Candace said, I definitely agree she needed to make a strong statement, but right. I don't think that she was so out of her mind that she didn't know she could make a strong statement without torching the entire city and all of the. Yeah, effort. because I think Absolutely. I think the people and the soldiers would have well, the soldiers were already bowing, but the people would have done so easily if they would have seen her torch the Red Keep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like the same way they did when Cersei blew up the set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, what their bread or, is buttered, or, or did she do it that way so Cersei can sit in the Red Keep and watch all of her shit burn down? I mean, uh, that was going to happen regardless. Yeah, that's a plausible. That's plausible as well. I'm answering your question. I think Danny would do that, but I don't think D and D small enough to pull that off or translate <laughs> it well. I well, say that. All right. Uh, so just like I said, I appreciated the emotional roller coaster and the performance from Danny. Uh, same with Cersei, because listen, that roller coaster that she went through when things started going sideways, and everybody was sitting there waiting with bated breath for the bells to go off, and yeah, yeah. Cersei started crying and just was like. Listen, Lena be acting her ass off. Yeah, she, she, well, I won't say she earned that million dollars per episode because ain't mm -hmm. nobody paying me a million dollars to do nothing. So, girl, I can't, I can't ride with you on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go off. I'm not saying you don't deserve it, but where's my. <laughs> Come on, true ball. <laughs> Listen, it's hard out here, right? <laughs> Shit. Girl, do you know the last time they didn't raise the, the living wage? Of course you don't. You're a tyrant. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're faulty infrastructure, apparently. Well, I mean, people who don't care about actually ruling, they just want the power. That's usually what happens. Mm. They don't care about taking care of the kingdom. They just assume that mm -hmm. it's going to be okay and everybody's going to bow down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, so we're on the ground. Grey Worm is getting it, getting it popping. John, his reaction time was way too slow, and everybody just started going crazy. Which, like I said, I anybody that was loyal to Danny, I that was not unexpected to me. I feel like Grey Worm had already told them, "Y'all follow my lead. When I get to killing niggas, y'all get to killing niggas." Yeah. Uh, but John, sure, like, killing no. niggas. And killing women and killing kids and raping bitches. Is that what we is that what was about to happen when John yeah. went in there and stepped in? Like he was about to rape that like wait, what? Y'all, I mean now who yeah, we is, gotta is, remember is, we gotta remember who the Dothraki are though. Was I he mean, Dothraki? He wasn't dressed like a Dothraki, was no, he? No, he wasn't he was what was what was what shook John was that it was his own men that were doing it. Yeah, I was like, because I didn't see oh, okay. any of Danny's men doing nothing to kids or women or anything. Yeah, it I, was John's. I, I it, it was, was the John's men, except yeah. for that one. I think that was a Dothraki that slit that lady's throat. Yeah, that one was, but the ones that was that had John shook, he was looking at his own men doing that shit. Yeah, because I'm sure he that wasn't unexpected for him either, yeah. or it shouldn't have been. I don't think he was shocked by that. From her men, but from his own men from the north coming and acting like that. Um, yeah, but you know, his moral compass is so high. I guess, John, I guess, but yeah, there was no mercy for the women and children. Everybody was getting burned, 
stabbed, sliced, just everything. Yeah. They burned King's Landing to the motherfucking ground. And I wasn't really all that miffed about it, to be really? honest. The second time I watched it, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how many. I, it just wasn't unexpected. I think because I paid close attention to there were a lot of subtle things in Danny's development in this episode. So when I saw it all the way through, I was like, I wasn't surprised. Again, I just wish that it had. I wish they had taken the time to to draw it out a little bit more because I would have liked to see some solo scenes of her <clears throat> like really just gripping with reality so that I could get on board with the Mad Queen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be like, okay, yeah, this bitch got to fucking die. Her burning up King's Landing, I'm like, I mean, Cersei would have done the same thing. Right. And literally literally has done. And has. So that didn't even, it didn't shock me. There was no shock value because this is not anything we haven't seen done. It's just that Cersei didn't have dragons. She had wildfire. Right. But things burn either way. And Mm -hmm. so I would have liked to see her descent her mental breakdown of that's what the angle we're going towards that she is so unfit. She's mentally unstable. She's pissed the fuck off that she should not be queen and maybe even needs to be put down. I would have liked to see that. Give me some girl interrupted. You know what I'm saying? Danny interrupted, Mm -hmm. but we didn't get that. So, you know, like I said, I, I, when I watched it, I was like, I'm paying close attention. I think she did a, a, as good of a job as she could. In selling this, yeah, if that makes sense. But listen, she made King's look, she made King's Landing look like Miss J's chicken. My lord, oh god, <laughs> why you put cornmeal on chicken? <laughs> <laughs> That's fish chicken. <laughs> she fried it in the fish grease. <laughs> oh thing, when she said poor thing, I cried. No, when that other lady was like, "Don't you do don't don't you do that no more." I'm warning. You. Yeah, she's like, "You've been warned." I was confused why she gave that plate a nine, but anyway, we digress. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but basically, you know, like Jeremy said, uh, Danny and Drogon they they cooked King mm. Landing just like that dry ass raggedy ass chicken. Mm. Van Buren chicken, stay away, child. Mm. Uh, so <clears throat> like I said earlier, Jamie had to find another way to get in because he got locked out, and he just so happens to run across Euron. He's like, Come on, we got to save Cersei. And Euron is like, Nah, sucker, I've been waiting for this. Only one dick is going in the queen. I think this part was pointless. The whole, fight. yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah. I, it definitely I it. was filling. Yeah, this is again yes, this is one of those things where it's like y'all could have used this towards something more imperative to the overall plot. Yes. I mean, Jamie didn't even tell him like when he when Euron bragged about fucking seriously, like fam, I've been fucking the bitch you love. Like that's my baby in there and right. my nephew and niece. That whatever. was the time. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> I thought about this earlier. You know what really irritates me about this season of Game of Thrones? Is that we don't get the 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 lines like in previous seasons? Like we've only gotten a, a few lines where we're like, okay, yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, the wit is gone. Yeah, not as witty. Right. Which I get it. You know, the the You're air right. has changed. But cases like this, like this was, there's no reason why Jamie wouldn't have been like, yeah, that baby, that's my baby. You ain't no king. I'm a fucking king. That would have been, been the perfect time yeah. to do that. Like, because otherwise, I don't, 
because what was why did we need a conclusion of, of Euron? We didn't need that. We could have just assumed he died jumping off that boat. We didn't really need this. It did nothing for Jamie's arc because whether he was injured or not, they was gonna die the way that they died because of the route that they took. So I agree. I thought that this didn't really have a point. Not that I and, didn't mind. And also, how do you take multiple stab wounds like that and you just got a little blood leaking? Mm-hmm. Deep stab wounds at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You I got multiple. Like, okay. you, you, Jamie got multiple stab wounds, Beat got beat the fuck up, but you're on die for one stab. Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> I will say getting stabbed through the abdomen with a broadsword is different than getting stabbed in the side with one of those little things that you're on yeah. But at the same time, I was surprised that Jamie made it as far as he did. I felt like if getting stabbed on both sides or twice or whatever the case may be, I don't know if I would. I don't know. I don't know if he should have made it as far as he did. And being Agreed. being able to run upright as he did. You know I, agree. I, I don't know. I don't know. That was like I would. I don't know. I think it would have been more satisfying if he didn't make it and she came across him dead and that would have given her a good chance to give us like some real good acting and being sad that her brother, her lover, her baby's daddy is, is gone. And I think that that would have been kind of like, I because it's upended his, his arc is upended. I would have expected a more upended ending for him. Like okay, he did some bullshit. He made the wrong decision. Let him die in a way that he that was unexpected. But that's me projecting because I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. But anyway, Euron is dead, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm the man that killed Jamie Lannister." And it's like, oh, "Are you?" Mm. I mean, he would have probably really? died from his wounds anyway, but he didn't die directly from them. So you think Euron in? He- well, I was gonna say in heaven, but <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh friend oof, oof. <laughs> you think Euron was looking from the other side whether it was upside down or right side up and was he like God me, damn it. nigga was acting like Tupac think heaven got a ghetto mm. like I was like Euron <laughs> lay your ass down and die what the fuck is you? I don't know when they killed Jamie Lannister the king killer shut the fuck up nobody heard you you was there by yourself right right if Euron dies and no one's around does it make a sound the answer is no does exactly. anybody care? <laughs> but speaking of, speaking of a, a battle that I didn't I enjoyed, okay. Mm. Clagambo. First of all, what the f- listen? <laughs> I think I know where you're going, friend. Kyburn. <laughs> it's what you deserve because you know that you created that fucking monstrosity. Why did you think he was gonna stop and listen to you? Mm. You played yourself. Congratulations. That shit was so funny to me. That nigga really his, died. His little brain was like, Bloop. listen, quiet, 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 it was really like a grape. You. It was like, squeak. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga died trying to use his manager voice, so that was fucking howling. Nigga, <laughs> his head was like tink tink. <laughs> like it bounced up twice and yeah. I was like, whoa, that was some well, that's interesting. Fatality. It exploded yeah. out the back like a grape. <laughs> I was Listen, like, oh, I was well, howling. It's what you deserve. You created that big nasty motherfucker. Yep. I'm gonna tell you what I could have went my mm-hmm. whole life without seeing. 
the mountain without that motherfucking helmet on his Ooh. face. Correct. Listen. Listen. First of all, he looked like a zit that was ready to pop. I was like, what? He looked like that fat that? caterpillar from a bug's life. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was SmackDown. This was The Undertaker versus Kane. Look like yeah. Steve Wilkos. Yes. Uh -oh. mm. Mm. He looked a little bit like Wilson Fisk. Uh -huh. <laughs> Shout out to that actor, though. I like him. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, every, like, every fat white man I could think of, he reminded me look like Louis Anderson, look like Drew Carey. Look like Post Malone. Oh. Uh, too far? Okay, cool. All right. I don't know. I don't go up for white people, so it definitely ain't too far for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just say all because. Some truth. Anyway, that's the, never mind. <laughs> never mind. But yeah, so they have it out. Oh, before they have it out though, after Quiburn bit the dust and his his brain came <laughs> out the back and went on vacation, Cersei was missing. like, "Uh, <laughs> y'all look like y'all got people. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm let me just slide by you. You know, I hey, listen, that little tiptoe she did, like, ooh, okay. I was hollering. <laughs> like she definitely was like, whatever you say, pimp, it's your world. I'm yeah. out. That was like that gif of uh Jay-Z and that girl when they walked into that room and they was like, ooh. Yes. That was yes. sliding by like, ooh. Ooh. Mm. Can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. But yeah, so they have it out. Um <clears throat> it seemed at first like the hound was just like clearly outmatched. I enjoyed that. But the only thing I didn't like about this this battle was that the being on the staircase made it awkward. Like it was an interesting angle, but I don't know. I feel like it kind of detracted from the fight a little bit because it's I don't know. Stairs are kind of awkward with the sword. The beginning part when they started fighting hand to hand, I think it was I better. But yeah. with the swords, it was kind of awkward, especially because he's he slicing. And I thought it was dope. It wasn't having no effect, so it was just like all right, fighting yeah. the undead. He right. tried to put listen, the hound tried to pull an Arya and and put the sword through the goddamn mountain's abdomen, and the mountain was like, Bitch, <laughs> like do you not see all these other marks? My pussy popped severely. The mom was like, Bitch, <laughs> I'll never die. You're gonna have to burn me, bitch. We're gonna have to do something real major to get me up out of here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And he was just standing there looking like Uncle Fester, just real nasty. I was like, "Oh my god!" He truly every was time, monster. every time the hound did some damage, and he was just looking at him like, "Now, nah, bro." Yeah, Kyburn needed to die because you creating shit like that. You ain't about the right <laughs> thing. You will fuck around and create another Night King. We can't be fucked up with you. You had to go. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I can't. Uh, that was I, too much. She was nasty. Oh my god, he he stabbed him through the eye, and he just pulled the sword out. And like, if he would have licked it, I would have cried. I would have just laid in the field <laughs> position with the feet. Oh my god, he just was never phased. And like the hound is sitting there, like, oh my fucking god, bro, what's up? Like die, fucking die, fucking right. die. He like, you know what? Cool. I know what we about to do. And I was like, a little oh. tip topple. He charges and tackles them, and they go through the wall as it is crumbling. 
and into a pit of fucking flames. Into some flames. Yeah. But before that, though, the Hound does stop Arya from losing her life. Because I believe Arya would have died in that rubble if she would have stayed on the course. You know, he knew it. He knew she would have. She would have. The Hound, Mm -hmm. like, bitch, little bitch, you didn't kill everybody and killed the motherfucking Night King. You kill. What did you after? This bitch finna die too. You want to die with this bitch? Mm-hmm. This bald head. Hello, my name is Slim. Like ass bitch, she she dying. Dear mm-hmm. Stan, looking ass bitch, she dead. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, I got carried away because they gave that bitch the worst wig in motherfucking history. <laughs> We've seen some bad wigs on TV, baby. But that was a Karen Hubner wig. Ooh, that was oh, no. <laughs> that was Not a wig, baby. Wig. That. That was a Potomac wig, boy. But mm. I I enjoyed seeing the mountain die and like the after all the like scamming and stealing and robbing and even the hound did like he finally went out with some honor, getting rid of that big motherfucker because the mountain looked like he was gonna survive it all. Yep. Yeah. You know, shout out to shout out to the uh, to the hound for being the the daddy to Arya that Ned never was. Well, I mean, Ned didn't have the chance. He didn't have, a choice. <laughs> he didn't have, the, he didn't have the head for it. Yeah, his head wasn't on his shoulders properly, so shit went awry. Yeah. Nothing we could do about that, friend. Yeah. Um, just like there's nothing we can do about the hound. They are gone, burned yeah. to a crisp. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the mountains got up from that too. Because we just don't know what what is this what is he made what is he what is he powered by he got to have an infinity stone up in him like pig what the fuck did you do Quaburn like what the fuck he looked like a pig foot so mm-hmm. he really does but anyway <laughs> so Jamie finds first <laughs> um and I still I, like I said I'm still on the fence on whether or not he went just so they could die together. Yeah, I'm still on the fence. Like, Steph, girl, we love you, but I'm still not convinced he went to save her, nor that he was in love with her. I truly believe by the time he got to her, he realized they was just finna fucking die. Yeah, and it wasn't even no point killing her because they was finna die. Yeah, Uh, like when I rewatched it and when I thought about it, I listened to the episode again and I thought about that scene and I was like, because there's a possibility that he went because he felt like after hearing the news that they killed one of the dragons, he thought that they may not be able to beat Cersei. And so he decided it was his personal responsibility to beat her. But then after he done got stabbed the fuck up, he knew he was going to die. And then in the situation when he found her, he knew they was going to die. Like, we're going to try, but girl. (laughs) Girl. And even if we we do get out, I'm going to die. I think when he saw her, it wasn't the seriously he was used to. If she had been the bitch that was standing at the top of the red keep at the start of the episode, I do believe he would have killed her. But the seriously he got to, yeah, um, and tried to help escape was was frightened, broken, alone, crying, <laughs> snot running down her nose and shit. You yeah. know, she was doing the. <sighs> Yeah. The bitch don't kill us. I'm scared. Yeah, I don't want to die. I'm scared. And so I I feel like, and then when they got um when they're under the keep and they are blocked in, and he's like, you know what? We finna die anyways. Let me just hug this bitch with my hand that magically grew back. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another mistake that, yeah, I saw. Oof. Mm. Um, I mean, but at the end of the day, I still, I do think that there's still a connection. I won't deny that because, you know, it's not just his sister. It's not just, you know, familiar familial pussy. It's not just the mother of his children. It's his twin. Yeah. And, right. you know, I think either way, however that would have happened, we would have gotten a some kind of Cersei Jamie moment. Absolutely. Uh, now I saw a lot of people so. were dissatisfied <laughs> with the way she died. They wanted gruesome. They wanted someone to be able to kill her. And I agree. But at the same time, I do appreciate um, the conclusion. It was yeah. Yeah. Good way to put it. I, the it conclusion was, and her emotion, poetic. seeing her revert to a normal person again with fear and and crying and, and, and a sense of, of wanting to live. And not always that smug wine drinking. Yeah, because that we always got. I thought yeah, because that was we, a nice touch. We gotta be honest, from season one, Cersei has been the puppet master of everybody around her. Her own husband, her sons, when they, you know, were sitting on the throne, her, her brother, daughter. her daughters, and even to an extent, her dad, you know, playing him for what it was worth to get the knowledge and playing stupid and all this other stuff. She has literally been the puppet master for everybody around her and, you know, responsible for so many deaths and downfalls. So to see her last moments be underground, pregnant, dirty, because, bitch, you look dirty, okay? okay? Little orphan Annie. Like, dirty, crying, shaking, Filled with fear, you know, your ego is is depleted at this point, and all you got to hold on to is, you know, your one-handed brother, boyfriend, and whatever the fuck else. And you, yeah, you die without absolutely any glory. No chance to be a martyr, no chance to use it, you know, to make Daenerys look bad. You just died as nothing. Nobody cared where you were. Mm. Absolutely, Jamie did, and she and like you said, it was poetic because she died with the person she came into the world with, Come and on. it was it was nice. But man, I wanted something else. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like she I did wanted her. I, to, she didn't deserve a poetic death. I can appreciate it, but she didn't deserve it. Yeah, she didn't. I truly wanted Arya to slice her throat. Yeah, or really anybody. I wanted, (laughs) but mostly Arya. You know, the shit that they did to Ned just changed the course of her life for fucking ever. Like it took years and years for her to get back to her goddamn family. Yeah, and brand new bitch by the time she got back. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, she was responsible for her own kids, you know, committing suicide and all this other shit. So it was a poetic death. I see why they did it the way that they did it. But I also wouldn't have minded, you know, guts and glory attached to her yeah, death. Yeah. So a I mean, little bit of blood would have been nice. Yeah. But based off yeah. what I've been seeing, I had already rectified. I think me and Jeremy talked about it separately. I had already rectified that I did not think that. Cersei's eyes were the green eyes that Arya is allegedly meant to close. Once uh, I once yeah. I got on board with what they are 
where they're going, I'm like, I because remember, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy, I was asking you, like, what color is such and such eyes and what color is such and such as eyes? Yeah. And when I realized we had a choice of green eyes that could be closed, I was like, it's not going to be Cersei. Yeah. And which the Night King. Right. Which then leads us to so Cersei and Jamie are dead. Uh, Mountain and the Hound dead. Kyburn is like a smushed peanut butter sandwich on the rebel somewhere. <laughs> uh, Arya is trying to help people get away. Like, you can't stay here. You're going to die. She's burning this shit up. You can see the like, <clears throat> yeah, she almost died a few times, and then uh, one one more big flame, it's torching shit, and she like falls and passes out, and she wakes up, and literally it's ground zero. Yeah, but there's a white horse, and randomly, yeah, just some. Why so couldn't be a black horse? Y'all about- is racist. <laughs> do y'all have any theories about the horse? I do not. I just think they had to have something there for her to ride out on. That's literally all I think the horse is there for. And her feeling like she wondering if she was hallucinating. Uh, and shout out to all those mesothelioma jokes on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody say she definitely probably gonna have cancer from all that asbestos yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. A lot all of that smoke <laughs> inhalation <laughs> yeah. do you or someone you know suffer from mesothelioma do you care about your loved ones nope. right uh, so the filler with aria trying to escape because i feel like we didn't need as much as we got no but i do see the potential purpose behind it in letting her see that destruction and that carnage so that she can now build up that angst and that anger towards Danny. Yeah. Because yeah, she that's, needs to be that's, directed now that Cersei's dead and she knew she wasn't going to be able to kill Cersei. Yeah, that's my that's where I'm so, at with my theory. Like, after you piece together the look of sheer horror on Tyrion's face, Jon's face, uh, the other Baratheon, uh, Baratheon dude's face, that was there next to John. I forget his name. Who was that? That was Dav- Davos. Yeah, he and yeah, Sir Davos. Yeah. Sir Davos. And now Arya. I think the four of them have all decided that this bitch has to die. She cannot yeah. sit on the throne. Yeah. They have deemed her mad and she has got to go. Yep. So. And I think that's why they did it like that and not just for the characters but for us as um you know viewers because i mean i, I mean i don't know about y'all throughout the course of um the show but i've been i've been rooting for danny all this time and um it's just long time ago. now did you man i've been i've been i've been riding with her um, i rooted and then for her when john started riding about riding with her middle of last right season up. And I was when I realized I was like, okay, I see what's happening. We only got one more season, and it's only going to be six episodes. I gave everybody up to God. Like I was like, literally anybody can die. And I, I divorced <laughs> myself from Danny because I already knew my niggy sense told me that they were going to do something sideways with Danny. Like it was, just, I just did not feel like she was going to have an easy ride. And I felt like I, you know, I I can't be team anybody because anybody can die or disappoint you and then die. Yeah. 
And I can see that. And, you know, I feel yeah. because if I had if I was still team Danny like I was seasons prior and this happened, I'd be devastated. <laughs> I'd have been like, what y'all do to my bitch? Like, what the fuck? You yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly. rooting for anybody. Exactly. I'm not, yeah, I'm not rooting for anybody, but I just, uh, I see what they're, like you said, Colin and Curtis, I see what they're trying to do, uh, based on this last episode. And I don't know that there's much you could do with a four against one, especially when you're in love with one of the four and another one of that four people is a certified nut house and can can kill you without making a peep mm-hmm. so um and the third and the one of the nut another one of the four has betrayed you 50 11 goddamn times like i don't know how you will survive that yeah okay so we can wrap things up here Next week is the series finale. Thank God. Thank God. Because this has been, whether you've enjoyed it or whether you have been like, this is boo to the boo, it's it's time to wrap this up. Um, But before we do that, real quick, let's go around. Predictions? Predictions. Who do you think is going to end up on the Iron Throne when it's all said and done? We'll start with Jeremy. Um... Probably John just by some I feel like he gonna tell them for the hundredth time I don't want this shit, but they gonna basically like strong arm him into doing it because they're gonna get rid of Danny and it's like niggas they need a king some goddamn way and you literally are the last one that has a legit claim to it. Uh so that's my prediction, but I'm at this point I'm just here so I don't get found. So good luck everybody. All right. <laughs> Candace <laughs> Uh, I believe that Sansa may end up on the throne. Uh, some form of fashion, John will be killed, Arya will kill Danny, and then that will leave Sansa. So, I definitely believe Sansa has put some big power moves into play, and we will see how they play out. Mm. But uh, some Targaryens dying next week. She what said I mean? some. <laughs> it's only two. <laughs> All two. All right, Colin, give us your theories. All right, so I think <clears throat> I think Danny is gonna try to kill John because it's gonna it's gonna happen um, that you know. Everyone by this by this point, the letters that uh, Vera sent out is going to get to whoever, and everyone's going to say, "All right, John is going to be the king." Danny's going to have issue with that, obviously. She's going to try to burn him, but he's not going to die from the fire, and somehow, you know, he's going to. After that, he's going to accept his role as king. And he's gonna step in there, and then uh, I think I, I do agree that I think Arya is gonna kill uh, Danny. John's gonna be on the throne. All right. Well, I don't have no theories, but I will say the chaotic part of me 
Loki wants the Mad Queen to stay on the throne. And if that means everybody else is burnt up, well, I mean, y'all if she gonna only die ruling her, <laughs> if she only ruling herself in Grey Worm, it is what it is. It is what it is. The nigga Taylor loyal. I mean, <laughs> she could do worse. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, oh, whatever oh. the conclusion is, but uh, I, just the the trash part of me would like to see her be like, "Fuck all of y'all. If y'all against me, then I got my dragon child, and y'all can all go." And she end up being the on the throne, and it's a hot mess, and maybe she get killed later. But go ahead, Colin. What was Grey Worm's gonna die too? Yeah, Worm's gonna I, die too. I, I feel like Grey Worm's it, probably there's, gonna die there's all this tension. He's yeah, been there's all this new reckless. tension with yeah, he's being reckless with his anger, right? Control him. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. All right. Uh Colin, again, then, thank you so much you know, for joining Pondo. us. Uh tell people thank where they you can guys. find you. Oh, um shit. If you want to be found. I, I'm on yeah, I mean, it's not that I don't want to be found. I'm just not interesting on um the the social medias. I don't nobody care about that. But I'm on there. <laughs> well, you keep fucking around with us. You're yeah, going to turn into out. trash. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Well, Welcome mm. to the garbage okay. pail. <laughs> got jackets in the back. Yeah. Well, T-shirts. You buy them, so you should know. <laughs> <laughs> and we truly thank you. I do buy them. Yeah. yeah. Do we thank you. Like I said, one of our biggest supporters, so it's only right to have him on the show. But we have dallied around long enough. So, guys, my name is Curtis. She is Candace. He is Jeremy. This has been Flawless Thrones. And we will be back next week with one of my favorite people in the entire world to wrap up this show and wrap up Game of Thrones. So we'll see y'all then. <laughs>